tell me where you are, who you're with, and how you're holding up through all this. Yeah, I'm, uh, we're in London, Ontario. Um, we're with my family. Uh, we had a uh, we had a daughter, obviously, two years ago, and then uh, we had a little boy came around in uh, the end of December. So, um, but those guys running around. Well, one of them's running around, but uh, she uh, her birthday was on uh, the 29th, and it's kind of uh, so the two year old that you're can have a birthday party with your parents but <laughs> yeah that's tough sometimes uh i guess the best thing is for you guys uh, a lot more time with the kids right yeah no doubt and um obviously with the with every all the gyms and stuff shut down i'm at i'm at home a lot more so trying to lend a helping hand to the wife more than uh more than usual all right. Tell me about a, a, a normal day at the uh, at the Ruby household right now. How are you passing the time? We're uh, we're doing a lot of cooking, doing a lot of eating too. Uh, we're uh, we're able to put a little more effort into the meals, I think, with all the with all the spare time. But you know, I, I just uh, actually just finished putting a deck in at my place, and uh, so that uh, that took a bunch of my time. And then yeah, just trying to find a way to entertain the kids and and keep them busy and, and active and uh, we'll get out. My, my, uh, my family has a, a farm about 15 minutes from where we live. So we'll go out there and walk through the woods and, and try to get outside and, and get out of the house at least a little bit. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's about all we can do right now. How, how's the weather been good? Can you weather good enough to get out? Yeah, no, it's actually been, it's actually been really good. We've, uh, we've had a pretty, uh, pretty decent, I guess it's spring already, but a pretty decent uh, late winter and, and spring here, and um, definitely some days are colder than others, obviously. But we've been probably about, uh, you know, hovering around 10 degrees and maybe a little bit below for the past few days. So it's been uh, perfect weather to get out. Well, you're lucky you're not here then, because even with the training camp pushed back uh, from the May 17th date, if they had to go May 17th, I'm not sure the snow would be gone by then. We got more snow yesterday, minus 20 today with the wind chill. You're not missing much weather-wise here, that's for sure. No, nope, I, I keep my tabs. Obviously, uh, you know, I follow a lot of the guys that are back there on social media, so I'm pretty updated with the Edmonton weather. But I'm not, uh, I'm not missing that part of it right now for sure. Yeah. Tell me about conversations teammates are having right now and how, how it's going, staying in touch with, uh, with all your other teammates on the Eskimos. Yeah, I, I think uh, obviously we're all, you know, a little bit uh, concerned. I think it was inevitable that the, that the season was going to get pushed back or at least training camp. And, um, you know, I think we're just like a lot of other people right now is the unknowns and um, that, that's, you know, that, kind of gives you a little anxiety about when, you know, when's training camp going to start? When's the season going to start? A lot of guys don't, uh, you know, well, I think everybody's now their gym is for the most part are shut down. So, you know, how much time are we going to have to, to prepare that way for it? But we're a lot, we're just like everybody else. We're kind of waiting and seeing and, um, and, and, you know, trying to see what happens here in the next, everything changes so fast, but in the next day, next, next week and kind of going from there. That I assume is the toughest thing for everybody is the, just the the unknowing. What you don't know when anything's going to get back to normal. Uh, you don't know how it's going to get back to normal, and there's just so many questions that nobody has the answers for. Yeah, that's that's the the biggest part. I don't think anybody um, 
you know, no one that I know has been through something like this. And um, so nobody really knows what to expect or nobody knows the perfect way to, to go through it. And um, I think that, you know, the thing that we do have is we're all in the same situation. So um, we're kind of just sitting and waiting just like everybody else. I would think your biggest concern as a football player is trying to be uh, in the best shape you can be going into training camp. You don't know when that's going to be. And also you don't really have many options for workouts. What are you doing to, to try and stay in shape now? Yeah. So I, uh, I've obviously got, um, uh, I don't have a home gym by any means, but uh, I've got some, some tools at home that I'm able to use. And as far as bands and, uh, and stuff like that, but, you know, yesterday I did a, I did a lower body workout with a, with a 55 pound, 55 pound bag of gravel. So, you know, I'll find whatever I can and, uh, and, and do something to, uh, you know, try to put some work in. I guess you gotta, you gotta get a makeshift gym somehow, right? You just gotta find whatever you can to, to lug around, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Going back to, you know, uh, I'm sure there were, you know, guys had to, had to be big and strong to go to go hunt in the woods back uh, back in the day. So we're trying to go back to those times right now and and, and train ourselves to uh, you know just to try to keep in shape. And you got to be disciplined, right? Which is tough. Everybody's having, I think, that same issue at home by themselves or just with their family. You got to be yeah. disciplined to do what you got to do, whether you're working at home or whether you're working out to play football. Yeah, it's it's definitely different. My my wife. Uh, works from she's always worked from home she's a social media manager so she's always you know whenever she has an opportunity to even go to a, a coffee shop and you know get away from the house and do some work she 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 really enjoys that so I'm I'm kind of in her shoes now I know for for me in the off season going to the gym was was kind of like going to work or whatever for you know a few hours during the day and that was your you know your getaway time from from being cooped up in the house and whatnot but um, now that, that that you don't have that, that you definitely got to find, be creative and find ways to uh, take your mind off things and get outside and, and just, you know, still have some little bit of normalcy. Have you seen Nick Arbuckle stuff from uh, the Ottawa Red Blacks quarterback, some of the stuff he's been doing? I've seen him pushing cars around parking lots and doing a lot of stuff in his home. He, he's a pretty good example of getting, uh, getting a little uh, ingenuity into his workouts. Yeah, there's a, uh, there's a lot of, um, you know, obviously you go on Twitter. I think there's a lot of, I was, I watched a video that yesterday of the, uh, uh, the Georgia strength coach, you know, he was putting workouts on Twitter. I don't know if they're for his players or whatnot, but you know, stuff that you can do with pretty much anything. And it's cool to see how creative I, I saw. I saw JS's video yesterday. He, I don't know if he made it or someone made it, but they made him a little platform so he could, you know, deadlift a, a little car. So that was cool. And people are, uh, people are being creative and I think that's really all we can do right now. All right. Let me ask you this. Uh, you know where you need to be when you go to training camp. Um, when you get to training camp, how much time do players need, do teams need to be together to be ready to play? Because it's pretty obvious. I think that training camps will be shorter this year than in years past. How much time do you need to be ready to play once you get there? You know, I don't, I don't know if there's a, a set time i think obviously as far as install and there's a difference between uh you know being in shape and then being in football shape there's that's just that's just a fact of life but um as far as 
you know, doing the install and getting the reps, that stuff's all, it's reps on the field. It's also reps on, um, you know, in, in the meeting room and stuff like that. So there's ways to adapt. And I mean, in college, we, our training camps for some of the years that I was in college, we, you know, we had two or three weeks of, of two a days and so and training camp lasted about three or four weeks. So that's a lot of reps you were able to get done. Um, in the CFL, they're about three weeks and, and we're limited on the double practices that we can have, but um, you have that much more time in, in the meeting room. So it'll be, I don't know if there's a set amount of time that you need, but obviously football coaches, part of your job is, is to adapt. And, and so it is the same with football players. So, you know, that's what we do. So if we're able to get the, the playbook and, and get looking at that, which, you know, we've already been notified that that's on the way and, and, and some stuff's already available. So uh, we'll, we'll just have to do our due diligence to, to get that and, and get that repped out in our, in our brains ahead of time. And then as far as um, on-field stuff, I mean, we're going to be ready to play no matter what. I think you, the more time you have, the better to prepare. But um, part of part of our job as football players is is to adapt. So we're gonna that's what we're gonna have to do um, and be good at it this year. And everybody's in the same boat too. Exactly. Yeah. There's no um, advantage or disadvantage that that certain teams might have, and um, we're all we're all going to be doing the same thing. So we're all going to report on the same day. Uh, we're going to have the same amount of time, give or take, what the schedule holds for us. But um, but yeah, that doesn't give anybody a leg up or or a disadvantage. Have you talked much yet with the new head coach and offensive coordinator Scott Milanovic? Yeah, just uh, I think just the stuff that he's addressed for the with the whole team and um, as far as what what to expect. We've talked a lot to to uh, Coach McDonnell, um, our new line coach, and uh, talked with him a bunch about you know what we're going to be doing and what to expect and, uh, and how we're going to run things. So um, I think that uh, stuff now stuff will start to come out a little bit. Uh, quicker as far as you know the playbook and stuff that we can get into and and look over and and, and try to get a jump on things but uh, but yeah I'm I'm fired up I was fired up when we put our staff together to get back at Edmonton um, I think we're all a little bit craving some football right now so I'm I can't wait to this to all be over and get back up there have you crossed paths with Milanovic before and and what can you expect you obviously you know of his work in the in the CFL with the Argos in Montreal what do you uh what can you we expect from a Scott Milanovic-led offense yeah I I've I haven't uh, I've never been on a team with him I've I can uh, remember uh, being interviewed by him at the at the combine my draft year and I think that was probably that was probably the most intimidating uh interview that I had at the combine without a doubt but um I've talked with Trevor, who's obviously, you know, been around him a lot and, uh, and we've talked about him and, and Trevor's kind of filled me in on how he is. And, and, and I think he's going to be great, a great fit for us. And he's obviously an offensive guy. So I think that, uh, that'll mesh well, but, um, yeah, I've got, he's obviously had success, um, as a coach in, in Toronto and won a great cup and, um, I'm fired up to get up there and, and get to work with him and, and get things started. Good news is everybody's fired up. The bad news is nobody knows when it's going to get started. That's very true.
All right. You mentioned that uh, you've been doing some cooking. You also mentioned that your uh, wife was uh, a social media consultant. Uh, a couple of days ago, you decided to reach out on social media to a guy named The Rock. Uh, yes, you, uh, you. I don't know if you criticized his cooking or not. Uh, he tweeted about a cheap meal he was having, which was French toast, uh, yeah. which between you and me looked pretty gross. I think there was peanut butter on it. I'm not sure, but uh, it's protein. You got to find a way to get that in sometimes. That's true. Uh, tell me about that and 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 how it went for you. Yeah, I don't. I I didn't mean to to criticize. I was more you know questioning the authenticity of you know some people like to post stuff that uh for for instagram that that just doesn't make any sense and and i i was more or less checking in checking in to see how how that went for him but didn't expect a response back and uh there was you know when the rock responds to a tweet on twitter or tweet something it's going to get a lot of attention so there was uh there was a, a couple chefs uh that uh filled me in on the process of how you could actually make that french toast taste good so i might have to give that a try <laughs> now, now the Rock has 14 million followers, and and he tweeted at you. I saw that his tweet got liked over 5,000 times. Tell me about your phone. Was it just blowing up with uh, with notifications? Yeah, so I I uh, I was actually on on the phone uh, when I when I saw the notification that he responded to it, and I kind of flicked it up, thinking like I don't know what that is. And then I in my mind I'm like, did I just say the Rock? And so. Uh, I checked it out and I was like, <laughs> kind of shocked, I guess, a little bit. But uh, after that, I I kind of had to put my phone away for a little while and just went crazy for uh, pretty much the rest of the day. And uh, yeah, obviously five five thousand or so, whatever the number was that that liked his response and and, and whatever. But every time someone you know responds to that tweet or comments on it, I I got a notification, so my Twitter uh, was pretty busy. I drained my battery. Yeah. And, and still, only the, probably the second most active tweet by a CFL player this offseason. Uh, I don't know if you saw R.J. Harris from, from the Red Blacks when Donald Trump accidentally tagged him in a tweet and his phone blew up as well. Yeah, I did see that. I, I actually I actually saw the well, – once I saw that it came out that he was wrongfully tagged, I went to the – to uh, Trump's Twitter and, and checked it, and it was still there, and it, 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 it hung up there for a little while. I don't even know if he ended up changing it or deleting it or whatever, but, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Uh, if if nothing else for you, it killed a couple of days of downtime, but you are going to try that French toast? Yeah, we're going to give that a go. I think that's my uh, – I think I have to do that now. I think as uh, the people that responded on on Twitter and uh, – and, uh, filled me in on the process of how you could actually make that taste good. And I'm, I'm going to have to give that one a go. Yeah. It really wasn't French toast. It was more like a French loaf, right? I, I, that was, a, it was a, it was a loaf cut in half. I think my, I think my response was my, you know, the first thought of a lot of people that how the heck do you cook that? But you know, there's a, there's a way to do anything, I guess. All right, uh, Jacob, I look forward to seeing the pictures on social media about how it uh, turns out for you, and I'm sure The Rock looks forward to it as well. Thanks for uh, thanks for spending some time with me today. appreciate it. Uh, hope you and your family stay safe, and you stay active, and uh, we'll uh, see when training camp eventually gets underway. Appreciate it. Thanks a lot. Hope to see you soon.